0: everyone, welcome to Talking 313. This is going to be a podcast talking about all sorts of Detroit sports and Michigan and Michigan State college football sports. Today we got a lot to talk about with the Lions and Michigan-Michigan State college basketball. I've got Logan here with me. Hi everyone. Let's talk a little Lions. Uh, And basically what needs to happen for the Lions to make the playoffs is you're going to need a win against Green Bay win or a tie against Green Bay, and you're going to need a Seattle loss. If Seattle ties, Seattle wins, you're out. Uh, if you lose, you're out. If they go to an 18 playoff, which has been talked about due to the DeMar Hamlin thing, which uh, prayer up for him, but if if they go to an 18 playoff because of the Bills-Chiefs game, then we would have a uh, – we would basically need a win or tie, and we're in. Seahawks wouldn't matter in that scenario. Our game would be the only thing that we would focus on. If the Seahawks win or lose uh, and we lose, Seahawks go. We don't go. If the Packers win and they stay at 7, they're in. If the Seahawks win and we win and they stay at 7, Seahawks go. Uh, It's really simple how it works. Basically, take care of your game and just hope for the rest. That's really what the Lions need to do, I think. Uh, What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, like you said – it's, you know, we'll know what happens with Seattle we'll house skate play earlier in the day, so we'll know what we need to do. But you know, as long as you like you said, take care of your business, you should be fine. And the recipe for them to win is just simple. You know, I think it's really going it to be a defensive line uh, performance they're going to have to control the trenches, trenches, and make sure that they bottle up Aaron Rodgers to you know get home on their blitzes, make sure they get a couple of sacks in their coverage sacks, also make sure they get off the blocks and uh, wrap up when they're you know contain the run because during Green Bay's win streak, they've really been able to run the ball efficiently. And I think that, uh you know, I think the Lions should be able to do that with, you know, Hutchinson, Hutchinson becoming a, a viable threat, Houston performing uh, like no one thought he would, you know, and then McNeil and Enrique have really come to their own. I think they got some nice pieces. And then eventually they're going to have, you know, Green Bay will start taking their shots deep. They're going to have to be able to contain Christian Watson, you know, like you said, double the safety over him. Uh, and just they're going to have to be able to, contain the Packers offense because we all know they, anytime they can score, you know, Christian Watson is one of the biggest play threats in the league. You know, they're going to have to be able to, it's going to be a defensive game. So you think, you know, in the cold, like you said at night, it's going to be a defensive battle.
0: I agree. And I, if you remember last time we played, I don't think either team got over 20, right? It was right. like 14
1: 15, nine was yeah. what it
0: was. Yeah. Something like that. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a defensive battle. I think, I think the game's going to be won, like you said, a line of scrimmage. I think, that doesn't just mean our edge rushers, and I don't think that does just mean that our defensive attackers are gonna have to play good. I think that as well as those, we're gonna have to good, have good linebacker play because, as of late, our linebacker play has been—it's uh, been really up and down, really, really up and down. You, you've had some times where Alex Angeloni uh, and Malcolm Rodriguez making some big plays, and you laugh because you know Alex Angeloni is kind of a kind of a joke. Yeah. Uh, as, as a number one linebacker, it's just what we're trying to deal with here. But I, I think that they're going to have to play good. And if they play anything like they did in that Carolina game, Oh, oh screw, over. yeah, it's over. And, and I think that they'll put up 30, like in a half because oh, yeah. they can run the ball better than Carolina did. Right. I think, uh, I think like you said, uh, defensively wise or secondary wise, you're going to have to have someone be able to stay with and run with Christian Watson because if he's goes off, it's going to be, it's going to be a long day for the Lions. Mm-hmm. I think that him and Rodgers are kind of developing a little bit of a, uh, little bit of something where they're, they're connected and him, Dobbs, like, like there's some guys there that, that he can throw the ball to that are young receivers and you call them rookies, but it's, it's week, it's week 18. It's not up or shut up time for these rookies. Like they should be playing at mm-hmm. full potential right now. And I think, that with these like these guys, they just gotta they just got a ball like the corners secondary, you're just gonna have to ball. Yeah, I think that's really all it is. You gotta you play loose, play like you did at the beginning of the year, Jeff Okuda. Mm-hmm. Uh play well, Jerry Jacobs. If oruari is getting in there, you know. Hope not. Yeah, hope hopefully not. But if, if you're getting in there, let's let's try and have some 2021 flashbacks.
1: Yeah,
0: right. Uh safety-wise, Kirby, just keep doing what you're doing. Like he's been playing well. Like I I think that the secondary is going to have to step up. And I think it's going to be a second half step up. I think I think first half, Green Bay's kind of uh, a parallel to what Michigan likes to do is they like to just pound it in the first half, pound it. And you're like, dude, I don't know if I like this Michigan team. Like, why? And then all of a sudden the second half just explodes. Yep, Yep. flip the switch and it just explodes. And I I wouldn't be surprised if Green Bay came out in a little something like that. What do you think uh, offensive side of the ball? How do you think they win the game there?
1: It's the one they've been doing to get into this point to have a top five offense in the NFL. You know, run the ball, hit your play action, get your get your gadget guys involved. You know, your Jamison Williams, your uh, Josh or uh, Justin Jacksons. You know, get those guys involved to kind of keep Green Bay off guard, and then you'll start hitting your big plays over the middle with you know Amon-Ra and DJ Chark and the tight. I think by the way, I was want to give a shout out to these tight ends that we got. You know, everybody when the Hawkinson trade was going on, you know, thought our tight ends were just irreplaceable. You know, they didn't think. We had good depth at that, at that position, but, you know, these guys have really shown out with the time that they've given, the opportunities that they've been given. Like, Shane's with the three-touchdown game. You know, James Mitchell's really come up clutch in certain uh, certain situations. So, offensively, it's just going to have to be what they've done all year, run the ball and they hit your league, play action shots, and keep the chains moving to keep Graham and his defense on the field, you know?
0: Oh, I fully agree. I Like, building off what you said on that tight end thing, like, when when, when the Hawkinson trade went down, Lion fans, like, most of us were just pissed because yeah. we're like, this is a terrible trade. We're losing a top five tight end, well, arguably top yeah. five, definitely top ten T-Lite. tight end. Yeah, Talon, hundred percent, hundred percent tight end in the league. And and now we're going to be rolling out what Brock Wright, Shane Zilstra. Yeah. What's the other dude's name? James Mitchell. Yeah, James Mitchell. Six, six round pick. Yeah, six round pick. And uh, what, six round. How about that six round yeah. production all year? But I think that uh, dude, like these dudes have stepped up and they're. They're they're proving that all these Lions fans that were like, oh, aren't we in a win-now state? Like, why are we making this trade if we're in a win-now state? Mm-hmm. Like, they're proving them wrong. Like, they're yeah. playing really, really well. And I think that we must have known that. Like, yeah. there's no way you make that trade with Hawkinson if right. you don't have faith right. in the tight ends you have, right?
1: Yeah.
0: right. yeah, yeah, 100%. And I agree, I agree. Play action is, I think, what wins the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, for people who have been watching the Lions, like, steadily, like, Jared Goff and play action – he's, he's been like a, like one of the better quarterbacks yes. off of play action, like in football this year,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he's been really, really, really good. And I know he gets a lot of hype in Detroit, maybe not so much anywhere else, right, right. but a lot of hype in Detroit. Yeah. He's a good quarterback and and he it's, it's also helpful when you have a, a good crop of receivers to right. throw to. You have Chark, you have St. Brown, uh, J coming back. You have, I mean, you have all these guys to throw to and those tight ends we were just talking about. And, uh, I think, like, that's going to be a huge thing. I think that they're going to have to try and run the ball because, well, Goff is from Cali. Right. It's going to be cold. Yeah. He plays inside. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't expect him to be perfect. Right. Let's let's run the ball a little bit, lean I on think. Backs. Yeah, lean on our backs. And and we got, we got three good ones. Yes.
1: Three yes. good backs. Top, they have a top five running back room in the NFL.
0: Got, oh, 100%. I think, yeah, room in the NFL. Yeah. I think that that's definitely something that you can say. Yeah. Like, they've – the the running backs have been spotty as to when they show up. Right. Like you got you get we're calling to you, DeAndre Swift. <laughs> yeah. DeAndre Swift showed out last game. So give him props oh, to that. Been. But you never really know what you were gonna right. get with DeAndre Swift before the last game. And uh you got you got Jamal Williams at the beginning of the year, you know, scoring four yeah. touchdowns yeah. a game or something crazy, whatever he did. And, and then, for this yeah, yeah, dudes like balling out. Yeah. But like you 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 can't bank on one of them to show at every game. It's right. going to have to be a running back room committee type day, mm-hmm. as I think it has been for lines.
1: For sure, you know it's the, the, didn't they pick up Justin Jackson off the, yeah. off the waiver wire? He's been a nice. He's efficient. been balling. Yeah, that backfield they got. You know, plus with the no one's mentioned the O line. I mean, yeah, you know, oh, top five, top offensive five offensive line. line. You know, yeah, it's a it's a recipe for success, especially against Green Bay. Done a nice job of stopping the run this year, so. It'll be a, like again. We've been saying the whole episode: battle in the trenches. Whoever wins yeah. that is going to win this game.
0: And as good as Jared Goff is playing lately, like he's not going to be a fantastic quarterback right. if it's just him.
1: Right.
0: And and there's not very many quarterbacks in the NFL who really are going to be. So it's not it's not a knock on him really. It's just that I think he's going to need some sort of running game to be able to right. open him up. Because what what does he do best? Play action. And right. you can't really run play action if you're not running the right. football. Right. No one's going to bite into play action. Exactly. So I think just. Like if if play action's working, it Green Bay could be in
1: trouble. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. And they're you know they've been successful with play action all year. So like mm-hmm. you said, that's the key to win this game.
0: Yeah. It's it's gonna be a tough win. Yeah.
1: I. They can get it done
0: though. You think they can get it done? Yeah. I, I you know I hope I hope they can, and I think they can too. I think that I think that there's a lot of outcomes. Probably more outcomes that Green Bay wins mm-hmm. than the Lions win. But I think that there's there, there's there's definitely a lot of ways that the Lions sure. can win this game as well. I think that that. This this is a Lions team that's fought all year, and and we'll kind of kind of kind of go into that. Uh, they fought all year. Do you think that this year is? What do you think this year means if they they lose this game?
1: Oh, I, you know, I think everybody would be disappointed. Like, you know, in terms of like comparing to Michigan, it would sting for sure. But you have to look at where they came from and to where they are now. You know, this has been a very successful year year two in Dan Campbell's <laughs> tenure. Um, I never thought they would win this many games, or even be in playoff contention. You know, I thought they'd be around six or seven wins, steadily improving. But the fact that they're five hundred, you know, after, after starting out the way they did, it's a testament to Danny Campbell and then his locker room talks and preaching. has really come home and hit home with these guys, and they just have they like to play. You know, they haven't given up, haven't given up on him. So I think it really shows to what kind of coach he is. How he's a leader of, the, of men, and I think that going into year three, I think I would pick him as a favorite to win the division. I would also think that. You know, even if they lose this game, they're going to add some key pieces in free agency, or they get a lot of steam going for next year. So this year is a very successful, successful year, regardless of how this game goes. Uh, if you win, you just get more uh, more chances to build on that success going into next year.
0: You yeah, know? I I fully agree. I think that this year is a is a huge success for Lions fans. If uh, even if they miss the playoffs here, I think that a lot of a lot of Lions fans when they hired Dan Campbell are like, okay. Year 1 you're going to suck. It's going to be how it is. Year 2, you're probably going to suck too. Year 3 is when you want to make that push. Kind of what we've done this year. I think I think we're a year ahead. I agree. I think we're a year ahead where we thought we were going to be. And I think that means you you can't go backwards next year, obviously. Yeah. Like and I'm sure we'll get into that more in For the sure. off season depending regardless of how this this goes. Mm-hmm. But y- you I think that they're building something big here and I think that you can't you can't be you can be disappointed like like it's okay to be disappointed because they've come all this way like you you want them to win it's it's understandable to be disappointed if they lose but i think that you can't count this season as a loss just because they lost this game yeah yeah so what happens if the seahawks win and we're going into that game and they're staying at seven teams? do you think like i I think if that happens they're coming more fired up even than they would be like not necessarily more but just as fired up as they would be if if they were playing for the playoffs i think that that Dan is going to have some sort of crazy locker room pregame speech where he's just like, yeah, yeah. Biting new caps off, getting these guys fired up. Like, cause like some teams in this situation, and I think that, I think that that's, that's a great thing we have as Lions fans because some teams in this situation, if, if the Seahawks win this game, they'd be like, Oh, it is what it is. But I think as a Lions fans, like keeping yep. the Packers out of the playoffs and as like the Lions as a team, keeping the Packers out of the playoffs is just a huge thing mm-hmm. for them. And I think they should they should think
1: about it that way. I agree. It's it's spite store. You know, it's yeah, if I can't make it, you're not gonna make it either. So bringing the whole shit down as I go. Yeah. So that's if I, I can't have about. it, you can't right, have exactly. it. Right, yeah. exactly. So you know, it's like 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 you said, Campbell has you guys ready to play. If I had to give the competitive edge, it's for sure the Lions. These Packers are old and washed. They don't like they want it, but not nearly as bad as the Lions want this. So, like you said, if they Seattle wins, then the Lions can't get in. But regardless of that, they're going to want to make sure that they leave a lasting impact on the Packers, regardless of how the season finishes. So,
0: exactly, and I think it's a it's a big thing just mentally for this team, finishing above five hundred as to finishing below five hundred. Because like now that it's, it's not a sixteen game season; it's a seventeen game right. season. Like you're gonna finish below or above, and I think that's a big thing for players that some people maybe you know overlook. I think that finishing with that that one win over uh, 500 instead of one win below 500 is just a a huge thing for Lions fans. I think. I feel like I mean I think. Either way, I think they're coming out fired up and they'll be juiced out the gun, and I think that they're gonna empty everything they have. Saving all up for this game. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh okay, so let's let's go. What do I have? Season. Okay. Let's go into Michigan, Michigan State basketball. So situation we have is they play each other on Saturday, 2:30 on Fox. Michigan State's coming off two wins against Buffalo and Nebraska. Michigan's coming off back-to-back wins against Maryland and Penn State. Uh both of those homes for both, both of those were home for both of those teams. Um
1: and this game is where?
0: This game is at the Breslin Center. So, yeah, that's that's a big thing here because the uh, – something we're, I think we're figuring out early here in the Big Ten is there's a lot of parity in this league. Yep. And I think home home court mm-hmm. is has mattered a lot. You saw Iowa getting Indiana last night in, in Iowa. Mm-hmm. You saw – really the only team I think that's really stood out with a road win is Rutgers beating Purdue. Right. I think Rutgers is really good, but but what 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 can you make of uh? Let's start with what what can you make of what Michigan State's been doing lately, and then
1: uh, you know, I think Michigan and Michigan State are pretty similar. You know, I mean, Michigan State. I don't think they're that impressive. You know, Hall really come back off of injury. So tell what you will, but they are a complete team. They're they're playing like three walk-ons in the rotation. I don't I don't see how they're any more than a Sweet 16 team in the kind of tournament. But they have racked up some a couple of nice impressive wins, but they're all at home. So you know it's not as impressive as you said, Rutgers beating Purdue on the road. Um so, you know, it's you know, I don't really know. It Tom has always done a nice job, but I really think it comes down to in this game it comes down to who's at home.
0: Yeah. Michigan State fans have been making like obviously we're two Michigan fans, so we're we're probably a little biased, but but yeah. Michigan State fans have been making a huge stink about oh We've played all these tough games. Well, here's the thing. You've won one of them, and that team is not very good. The only good win you have is Kentucky, and Kentucky's in a very, very down year right now. And, oh, oh, we played Gonzaga close. We played Alabama close. Gonzaga's, Gonzaga's good, but they almost lost to San Francisco last night. They're not a great team like they are every year. Alabama, okay, but you still lost by 8 or 9 or 10. Like You played them close. Okay, sure. You still lost both of those games. A win and a loss makes a big thing. Yeah. You lost to Notre Dame. You lost to Northwestern. Notre
1: Dame's terrible. Yeah,
0: Notre Dame sucks. Like Michigan State fans, I, like you have a right to be excited about some things because there are definitely some things out there we can be excited about. Tyson Walker scoring what twenty six yeah. or whatever he did last night—that's something to be excited about. Like you can be excited about these things, but just just be excited to to an extent. Like if 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 I'm a Michigan State fan, I think that I have to be cautiously optimistic right now about Big Ten play as we start up. We're still a little young in Big Ten play. But I don't think I'm expecting a national championship this year. You can't because they're not going to win one. So I I really hope they're not expecting a national
1: championship. Like I said, you'd be lucky if you get to the 2016.
0: And that goes for Michigan too. I agree, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, moving into Michigan. uh, They've gotten two good home uh, Big Ten wins after dropping a really, really bad one to Central. Uh, What do you make of this Michigan team? Uh, You
1: know, it's – I've lost interest, to be honest, to be quite frank with you. Uh, you know, I'll watch Saturday. Do I expect to win? No. But, I, you know, Juwan, he has done a nice job. He's rebounding off of that horrific, horrendous, one of the worst losses I've ever seen against Central.
0: It was he's bad. It was he bad. Is, Yeah,
1: he's done a nice job rebounding <laughs> off of that with two nice conference wins. Again, they're at home, so not the best. You know, doesn't really show much of what you're doing, but they won convincingly in both games. Um, So, you know, he's got, he's got, they got the good momentum coming their way, but as far as this game, I, I don't see how Michigan matches up with State. I think Michigan State has a lot of poster board, uh, bulletin board material to use against Michigan. For example, Dickinson running his mouth, and then using yep. the Central Michigan. Yep. You know, I think it's a lot of, they have a lot of um, motivation. I just, you know, at Breslin, I really don't see how Michigan pulls this game out, especially with the lack of bench depth they have, and, you know, they, they're pretty streaky when it comes to shooting, so I just you can analyze this game any way you want, but as the end day, it comes down to, to it's at-state, and I think they have more mental, more motivation to to kind of put Michigan in the gutter. And I also, I know I'm a Michigan fan, but let me just say this. I, I trust a more as a coach than I do Juwan Howard, and that's kind of where the game lies for me because I view them both pretty similar in terms of talent. So, you know, Michigan State has the upper hand in coaching, they have the upper hand at being at home, and I think they have more motivation to win this game. So I really just think State is going to win this game pretty convincingly.
0: Yeah, you you've been you watch this Michigan team these past three games, and you're like, dude, this team is terrible when they play Central Michigan close. You're like, like Central Michigan. Well, for those of you that don't know, me and Long both go to Central Michigan. Uh, they it was a great they game for us. yeah, it, it was exciting for us being there because we were at the game. But uh, Michigan sucks. Like like that's what we came out of that game thinking. And then they rebounded and they held Maryland to the lowest points scored in the first half in I think it was modern era Michigan or something like that. Modern era Michigan history. And you're like, okay, well that's exciting, but, but they lost central Michigan. And then, and then they go and they play Penn state at home and you're like, okay, they're probably going to drop this one. Like, this is how it goes. There's like ups and downs of the big Mm 10. Like I know they're at home and, and, and they never really gave up the lead. Like it came close a bunch of times, a bunch of runs in that game. And Hunter Dickinson's playing really well in those past two games, not necessarily against Central. But in the past two games, he's played really well and and showed some flashes that you never really saw before defensively because, you know, let's face it, he's been one of the worst defenders in college basketball. Yes. Uh, and I think one thing that Michigan fans should kind of be nervous about is you look at Penn State and you look at Maryland, and they're not necessarily big teams. They're kind of small teams. And – Maryland, what do they run? They run like a little high-low action, which is kind of one been what Michigan struggles with. Which so so that was really nice to see a really good defensive effort against them. But Penn State, they run a little weave, not a lot of ball screens. I think that Maddie Sissoko on a ball screen, like not that I think Maddie Sissoko is some great big in college basketball, but Maddie Sissoko setting a ball screen for like Tyson Walker, AJ Hoggard, someone like that is, is gonna be a problem for Michigan because Hunter Dickinson just can't can't defend it. And and hopefully someone realizes that. And I, I hope that that Terrace Reed gets some time in this game because I, I think Terrace Reed is is good. I I really I, I like Terrace Reed yeah. watch him a lot. He he can ball and uh he's really athletic. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah.
0: A good defender. And obviously he's not he's not the the complete offensive force that Hunter Dickinson is yet. And and does you can say that for a lot of guys, but defensively just adds so much more upside than Hunter Dickinson. That I think it almost evens out. And like for them to win this game at the Breslin, they're gonna need a lot of bounces to go their way. They're gonna need they're gonna they're gonna need a lot. Like it's gonna be a big game from from Dickinson. Kobe Buffkin's gonna have to play well. Howard is gonna hit some shots. He has to baker has to hit some shots he hit some shots against penn state yeah. but before that like the last time he started making shots was a long time right. ago beginning of the year like you're gonna need and you're gonna need terrence to play to yeah, play the way he's been, been playing. playing like he's been playing better the past few games not scoring he doesn't score right. ever so if you're <laughs> expecting him to score like he's gonna have a zero probably he, he has a lot of zeros but he he's been playing better defensively and Not making those just like stupid, boneheaded mistakes in the offensive possessions where you're like, okay, like I can get I can get behind this guy if he's going to play this well defensively, get this many rebounds. But I, I, as a Michigan fan, I think Michigan State wins. I think I think it'll be a good game, but I think that at the Breslin, it's just going to be too much to ask for for a team like this. It's kind of been really up and down. You never really know what you're going to get with this team right now yeah they're up right now so that means that a down is, is uh, bound to come, come at some point point. and hopefully hopefully it doesn't come this saturday but you know if it does i i wouldn't be
1: surprised for sure yeah uh you know like you i think you pretty much summed up exactly how it should go you know I, I think it'd be close but like you said at the end of the day that's where at being at breslin is really what draws the line for me you know if there's a home game not that we had the best you know fans but you know, oh, they were they were rocking at okay. the Penn State yeah. game. I was there. Yeah. I mean, I
0: know it's the first game back for yeah. for students, but it was it was loud. Yeah.
1: It was loud in okay. Chrysler. Yeah, but you know, state's environment. I think it's going to be hard for you to even. Oh yeah, play it's, a, it's a it's it's one know. of the better yeah. environments in college basketball. So in the post the freshman point guard Doug, who's been a nice development mm. player, but
0: he still makes those those exactly. possessions where he just dribbles exactly. the ball, and you're like, what are you doing, Doug? Right. Just come on, man.
1: All the arrows point to State to win this game.
0: I agree. I think. I think State wins. I think. I think it's. I think it'll be. I think it'll be a good game to watch. You guys score prediction for this game? Score prediction. I think I got Michigan State. Oh, you know they're scoring points. You know both of yeah. them are scoring points. Michigan's defense sucks. The so, like 80, 81 to seventy four.
1: Okay. What do you got? I'm gonna go 61. State.
0: Okay, so you're going a little less points. Yeah. Just about the same yeah. difference. Yeah. I mean, it's it's realistic. If 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 Michigan finds a way to win this game, I think they're not back. Like right. let, let's let's Lost get over this. Michigan. Yeah, let's let's yeah. They're they're never going to be back this year. Well, maybe, but unless they like start winning out or something like right. that. Right. But but that's definitely a team that. Oh, okay. Like this is a team that can make the tournament sure. and maybe win a game or sure. two. Like for sure. like if they win on Saturday, I yeah. think. And I think for Michigan State, if you win like. You feel good about yourself. You 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 think your program's on a good team, and obviously you beat Michigan. You're happy, like right. like let's be real. And uh if you lose for, as a Michigan State fan, like I wouldn't be terrified. Like I wouldn't be like, oh, this team sucks, because it is a rivalry game. You never really know what's gonna happen, but I would be a little worried. Yeah. I think I think there's right to worry there for sure.
1: Yeah, it's, cool. it's not just based on the Michigan game. It's based on like you said. what they did in the non-conference schedule. Yeah, losing to Notre Dame, losing to Northwestern. Right, you know, so they have a – this is kind of an important game for both teams, I think. Yeah, I I think
0: this is, like, early Big Ten play, pivotal game. For sure. For sure. Yeah, huge game. Uh, Yeah, I think that just about wraps it up for us. Thanks for listening to Talking 313. Uh,
1: We'll try and be back for you guys next Friday. Uh, Thanks, guys.